Hope community. How is it going? So glad that you are here. I want to say welcome. I want to say welcome to those of you who have been connecting with us uh, for a while now. I want to say welcome to those of you who have been searching and looking, those of you who feel like spiritual nomads, those of you who feel like uh, maybe you haven't been welcome in other places. I just want you to know, hey, welcome, truly. So glad that you are here. There's always room at our table, and sometimes it might seem like it's crowded, but I want you to know there's always a seat open for you, and we welcome your dialogue, your questions, your thoughts. We welcome even those who just want to sit down and chill. It's okay. We're not asking anything from you. We just love that you're here to hang with us. So thank you. Um, if you haven't checked out our website, we are hopecommunity.com. Listen, there's a ton of good stuff on there. The past videos are on there. Uh, there's some great blogs that's been popping up. Um, there's also a place where you can give. And so if you like what's going on here and you want to connect more and you want to give in to what we're doing, uh, hit that give button. It'll bring up a little box. You can fill everything out. And uh, it just takes a couple seconds. And you can even hit reoccurring gift, whatever. Uh, listen, we're thankful for whatever you do. Sharing the video, giving into what we're doing, taking these concepts that we you know we discuss and talking about them with your friends even if you don't give us credit uh, we don't care we love that you're hanging with us and uh and learning and growing along with us uh you know we we see this what we're doing as church and everyone everywhere every day that's what the church is you're a part of it and we thank you for for connecting with us all right uh, we've been talking about the very good news and we talked about uh, we, we've talked about uh, judgment what that really means self-reflection and looking inwardly and, and and being mindful and and actually having compassion and empathy for ourselves to where we can have compassion and empathy for others right uh, loving ourselves therefore we can love our neighbor uh, doing unto others as we would want done to us, learning how to have compassion for ourselves. We talked about not being afraid. We we joked around with uh, fear does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, sensei. Why? Because perfect love casts out fear. So there's no fear in this community, but power, love, and sound mind. And so we walk in that, and we're grateful for that. And what I want to talk about today, I want to take a look at something else that Jesus said in his... Uh, major manifesto, if you want to call it, uh, the Sermon on the Mount. I want to talk about let it be, or in other words, living in the present, just being, okay? So I'm going to read from Matthew, uh, I believe it's 6, starting with verse 19. I'm going to read from the New New Testament, which is just the Open English Translation, I'm going to start here, okay? Verse 19, it says, Do not store up treasures for yourself on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up treasures for yourself in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroy, and where thieves do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The lamp of the body is the eye. If your eye is unclouded, your whole body will be lit up. But if your eye is diseased, your whole body will be darkened. And if the light inside you is darkness, how intense must this darkness be? 
No one can serve two masters, for either she will hate one and love the other, or else will attach herself to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. We'll get to that in a second. This is why I say to you, do not be anxious about your life. What what you can uh, what you can get to eat or drink or about your body, what you can get to wear, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the wild birds. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? But which of you, by being anxious, can prolong your life a single moment? And why be anxious about clothing? Study the wild lilies and how they grow. They neither work nor spin. Yet I tell you that even Solomon in all his splendor was not robed like one of these. If God so clothes even the grass of the field, which is living today and tomorrow, will be thrown into the oven, will God not much more clothe you, you of little trust? Do not then ask anxiously, what can I get to eat, or what can I get to drink, or what can we get to wear? All these are things for which the nations are seeking, and your heavenly Father knows that all that you need them all. But seek first God's realm and God's justice, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own anxieties. Every day has trouble enough for its own. Now let's look at this passage of Scripture, because this is another one, kind of like when we talked about, actually, the Scripture in the next chapter, about judgment. How people keep talking about it, and speaking on it, but I don't know if they know what it really means. Because when we, we instantly, when you think of, don't store up treasures for yourself, you start thinking about stuff. But is he really talking about stuff right here? Or is he talking about in here? Because there's so many things that we store up in ourselves, and we treat them like treasure but they're actually pain and hurt, anxiety and stress. And we store them up and we hold on to them to the point that we make them precious in our own eyes when really it's pain and hurt and shame. And Christ says, don't store up those things because what can happen is a thief can come in and can manipulate and can control and even steal and cause more hurt and shame, but store, uh, but store treasures in heaven. What's heaven? Heaven is real life. Heaven is not some future event. I can't store up things for some future event. Heaven is all around us. It's a entirely other dimension. And from that dimension comes agape, love. So store up for yourself real, true life. And what's real, true life? Peace, joy, uh, uh, life itself. Those are the things that we should be storing up. And so what happens is is when we store up the pain and the shame and and all that stuff and we make it like a treasure and then we allow other folks to come in and they 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 steal and they they control and they take and, and it just causes anxiety and stress and hurt and and we quit living in the moment and we quit living life in the present. And we either live in the past or we live for something way off in the future. But the problem is, is if we're not in the present, 
We'll never have a future. We'll never move forward. We'll keep living in the past. We talked last week about how perfect love casts out all fear. And so what happens is because of fear, because of the fear of letting go, the fear of finding healing, the fear of finding uh, love and love for ourselves, we hold on to those things and we keep living in that shame. And Christ is saying, listen, don't hold on to that. Hold on to life. Hold on to heaven, life, real life, okay? And he goes on to say that if our eyes are clear, if, if we are, are, are seeing things from this perspective of life, then light lights us up, lights us up, right? It doesn't mean everything's peachy and cool and okay. It means light lights up what's going on inside to where we can take care of those things. But what happens if things are cloudy? What happens if we're, not, if we're still living from past paradigms and perspectives and, and, and shame? Well, we're darkened and cloudy. And we're living in stress and, and anxiety. And he goes on, he says, listen, you, you can't serve both. You, you, you can't strive and want to be in life, but continue to live in this other thing, this shadow place. You, you can't have, it, it doesn't work out. And so the more you try to juggle that, the more stress and anxious you get. And that's why he goes on to say, he says, listen, don't be anxious about your life. Why is he saying don't be anxious? Because you are loved. Part of that anxiousness and that stress is coming from the fact that you don't think that you are good, that you don't think that you are worthy of love, that you're worthy of anything. And that's why you're holding on to these dark treasures of shame and pain. He says, don't be anxious. Don't live from that. You're so much more. You're so much more. And he even goes on to talk about material things. He said so many times we, we cover up with those dark, because of the dark places, with more stuff because we think that that stuff will actually make us feel better. And that could be material things. But you know what else that could be? Religious service. Well, if I keep giving or if I keep going to church and doing my penance by doing this stuff, I keep volunteering to the point to where I'm wearing myself out, I, I'm stressed out, um, I keep taking my kids to all these other things, and uh, I got to read my Bible so much, and I, I, I got to pray, and I got to do all this stuff, and, and I, I got to keep volunteering. I keep storing up treasures. And I keep looking after clothing and looking after all this. And basically Christ says, listen, don't quit worrying about that stuff. I just want you to live in the moment, in the present. And I want you to find peace for yourself. And listen, I want you to look around. Like the flower in the field, it doesn't have to do anything to be loved. It already is. It doesn't have to clothe itself in anything. It doesn't have to go and pay penance anywhere. It doesn't have to do some religious service somewhere. It's loved because it's a flower. <laughs> and it was created from love. And then he says, how much more are you, who's created in the image of the divine, how much more are you going to be 
loved and taken care of. So quit being anxious about whether I'm loved or I'm good or not. You already are. It's so good. It says, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own stuff. Live in the now. Find healing right here in this place. Love yourself here. And whatever comes tomorrow, we'll take it on together. That's what he's saying. He's basically saying, listen, whatever comes tomorrow, you and spirit will take care of it. Right now, in this moment, love where you're at. Love who you are. And out of that love, love your family Love your friends, love your neighbors, walk in empathy and compassion. Don't be anxious. Don't be stressed. I know that's hard to do. Listen, I deal with stress and anxiety. I deal with depression too. I get it. And can I tell you something? In January, Lindsay and I both uh, got COVID and walked through that. And there was a lot there. Still dealing with the trauma from that. I'm just going to be real with you right now, if that's okay, all right? I'm going to get real. My dad passed away on December 25th, passed away from having COVID. And uh, there were some situations involved in that, that where there was a lot of anger in me because there were people around him that didn't protect him, in my opinion. That's why he got COVID and why he eventually died. And those are things that I'm still wrestling with. And then out of the funeral to honor my father, my family contracted COVID. And so now I lost my father, okay? And now I have what killed my dad. And now I'm walking through, well, what's going to happen to me? I got a wife. I got three kids. Are they, what happens next? And knowing that my wife has it as well. And so, even though our symptoms, which, if I can be honest, sucked. Like the worst flu that I've ever had in my life. Um, the worst part of it was the anxiety and the stress of not knowing what's next. And fear and worry because of what happened to my dad and 500,000 people in the United, in the United States let alone the, the millions that's happened in the world. The not knowing, the what's next. And can I tell you something, that was completely paralyzing. And so walking through that for two weeks, not knowing what's next, not knowing what if my kids get this, what, what could happen to them because some of them have lung issues, the fear, the anxiety, the stress, all of that. There was a lot of, there, and there still is trauma being dealt with in me about that. So listen, I get the stress and anxiety that even before COVID that was there, but now post COVID, it can be worse. I get it. It's hard. And to hear someone say, don't be anxious for tomorrow. And you just want to punch somebody when somebody says that to you. I get it because I'm living there. I'm telling you the truth. Maybe the reason why I'm sharing this is because this is what I'm living out of. But you know, even post COVID and, uh, Dealing with some of the post-COVID symptoms. I, I, there's a lot out there. You can read up on them. Um, you know, for me, myself, uh, just the fatigue, uh, 
there's a lot of folks that talk about brain fog and I feel like I, I have some of that and I've been looking into ways to kind of fight that brain fog. I mean, I'm just going to be honest with you guys. There's times when uh, if there's a moment when I'm by myself and, and we talk about that brain fog, man, I, there'll be times when I just stare off out a window against uh, looking at a wall and I'm just, it's paralyzing. And fighting that and, you know, sometimes feeling shame over it. And, and even, you know, when you start thinking about that stuff, all the other junk that's happened in the last few months starts bubbling up. And, and here's the thing. I can live with those dark treasures and allow them to fester and allow them to build which is what I would have done in the past. I would have never acknowledged them. I would have never talked to my wife about them. I would have never came on here and talked to you about it because coming on here and talking to you about it is admitting that I deal with these things as well. And you can't do that. You can't let people know that that's what you're dealing with. Because if you do, right? Shame, all that. It's what I would have done in the past. But I want to live in the moment and I want to live in peace and life so those things in me I've got to recognize those things that 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 honestly some of the anger and some of the things that stir up because of the loss of my dad I've got to look at him inwardly and go okay why do I really feel that way what what's really going on there why is there anxiety and fear there and talk about it and work on it Walk through the fear of, of those two weeks of not knowing what's next and, and checking in some places and going, uh, was there places that, that I could have had more control of, that I could have talked more about? Those are all things that I'm working through, and I'm just letting you know that because this is part of that choosing which, which treasure are you going to run, run with. Which brings us to this to this next thing I'm going to say that's going to be hard, all right? Because I, because and I, I've used this word for the last three or four weeks now, gaslighting. I never want to make you feel like I'm gaslighting you into thinking that everything's going to be cool and peachy and and you just got to do these things and to get this because this is life, right? That's not how it works. And so I want you to know that in. Uh, looking at some of these dark treasures that we have that needs to be removed or addressed or reflected upon, sometimes you need to talk to someone more than just a loved one, more than just a pastor, more than just a friend. Sometimes you need to talk to a counselor or a therapist. And I want you to know that that's okay. Stuff like this is great. It opens up dialogue. It causes reflection. And causes us to understand oh, we need help. And the next step is, is to ask for it. And we'll post some links here in a few moments. And we'll post some, some places that you can go. Because things are opening up now. You can actually schedule and have a face-to-face -face conversation with a therapist. Or if you're not comfortable with that, you, you can go online and do it through FaceTime and through other things. But I want you to know uh, that maybe maybe part of 
coming to the place where you start living as every day is a new beginning. Every day is a uh, living in the present moment. Every day is living life uh, and storing treasures in heaven in real life and walking in that. Maybe that is meeting with someone and talking to them. And I want you to know that that's okay. And I, I, I don't want to come, ever come on here and blow smoke and just say, well, if you do these three steps, then you blah. Listen, we know what real life is. It's not like that. It's hard. It's hard. And sometimes, you know, it can feel like you're suffering because of the trauma and the shame and the pain. It feels like that sometimes. But I can tell you this, because this is true. Working through that, working through the suffering, the trauma, the shame, working through those places that need help. Can I tell you, you'll learn compassion and empathy and sympathy for yourself, which will cause your eyes to open and see suffering around you to where you can open up your heart because your heart's been healed, right? Or at least started on the journey. You can start offering empathy and compassion for those around you that need it. And maybe the reason why Sometimes we feel miserable or sometimes we feel like, you know, we look at people differently and we judge. And maybe the reason why we're doing that is because there's no place for us to empathize and sympathize and have compassion because we don't have it for ourselves. We've just bottled ourselves up to where we've stored up all these I just keep saying dark treasures because that's that's what Christ is talking about. He's not talking about good stuff. He's talking about dark things. We've stored up all that stuff over our lifetime. Trauma and pain, shame, some because of choices that we made, some because of choices other made, others made toward us. Some of it's just bad things that happened to us that we had no control over. And it sucked and it hurt. Traumatizing stuff for some of us. And it's hard. And the church, for the most part, told us just to get over it or push it down. Maybe it was someone in the church that hurt us and we were told just to get over it and that person was never corrected. And you feel like there's, no, there's been no justice, right? And that just brought up more hurt. Same goes for some of you that has been abused by the, by the justice system of our society in this moment. Some of you have walked through some very hard, racist things that someone of my color have never walked through. And you've been systematically oppressed for a long time. And, and now that you're older, you're waking up to some of these thoughts. And, and there's all kinds of things stirring up inside of you about, with that. And those are things that I, I, honestly, I don't even know how to connect with because I don't, I, I haven't seen it. And I don't have an answer for it in some cases. But I do know and I believe in love. I believe in perfect love. And I believe that we can see each other in compassion and understanding if we look inwardly and find healing for those places and have compassion for ourselves 
to start storing up treasures, storing life, living life in the now, in the present, to find healing from the past and move forward in the future. So I hope that helps today. I hope you hear the good news that you are allowed to live in the present, to find healing and live in the present. And I want to close with that thing I read last week that I've been doing lately in the mornings when I'm drinking my coffee. I want to close with this because I think it will help. Help us live in the moment. Help us start storing up treasures in life, in heaven and looking towards those things that we've stored up as treasure that needs healing, all right? So let's breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. I calm my body today and I look inward. Breathe out. Breathe in. And I just smile. Breathe in. I dwell in this present moment. Breathe out. Breathe in. I know that this is a wonderful moment. And like I said, uh, if that's a little seems a little too out there for you, just breathe in and breathe out and say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. It's the same thing. It's just your heart, your spirit's connecting with spirit and making a declaration that we're going to live here in this moment. All right, thank you guys for hanging out. Like I said, we will post links uh, if you're looking to connect with some more help. And like I said, don't be afraid to contact us, to message us. There's always a seat at our crowded table. We love it. I love big noisy tables. I have since I was a kid. I used to love going to my grandparents' house and my grandma would make this spread and my whole family would come over and we'd just hang around. We would hang around the table for hours talking, laughing, eating, playing Uno, uh, talking about stuff that was going on, talking about old times and family adventures and all that. I, listen, that to me was so important in its life and that's what I want this to be. Lindsay and I talk about it all the time. This is it. This is this is what Hope Community is. It's it's connecting like this. It's it's gathering around your table where you're at, inviting your neighbors over and, and having dinner parties. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna challenge you right now. Before the month of June is over, I want you, yourself, your family, to schedule a dinner party where you invite a couple because it's right. If number one, if you haven't got vaccinated yet. Go get vaccinated. Come on, let's kick this thing's butt and let's move on, right? So go get vaccinated. Let's 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 get to a point where we can invite our families over, invite our friends over, and let's have a dinner party. And so if you feel like you can be safe, and 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 whatever, then then I challenge you before the end of this month, you schedule a time where you're gonna invite some friends, some family over. You just have a dinner party where you just celebrate life and hope. You ain't got to talk no spiritual stuff. Just have fun like a family and, and just hang. Maybe you just need to invite your family over, whatever. Come to the table and that crowded table, leave a seat open for whoever comes and just chat and talk 
and connect with one another. And can I tell you something? I'm going to tell you a secret. That's really the church. That's the church. Read Acts, all right? That's the church. Connect. I challenge you to do that. Connect. Have some fun, Hope Community, all right? We love you. We honor you. We value you beyond measure because that's how spirit and the creator sees you. See you guys next week.